So I learned, like, the worst way to, like, just put a damper on a date. Because I was So do I. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This, well, this is our cold open, but damn, that cold <laughs> open happened early. Oh, I love that it's now official that our cold opens must feature cold opens. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm going to have to buy more beer. I was sitting and we were talking about like interview questions and she was just like, yeah, they asked me what animal I'd be and I panicked and I just said I'd like to be a monkey. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, I don't know. I, I just really want a tail. <laughs> now, I like to think of it as if you want to be a monkey, you basically just want to be a person with less responsibilities. Right. Well, the best part about like, that's already a good, funny quirky way to answer and i'm like i like this girl this is uh from last week this is kindergarten crush girl mm -hmm. um now here's how i put a stop to the enjoyment of our day which was me saying have you ever watched dragon ball z you'd be a super saiyan they have tails until they got them cut off all of that all of that came out of my mouth at once it was Okay, firstly, let's talk about this show you don't know about. Secondly, the, the people have monkey tails like you want. Thirdly, those monkey tails get cut off very early in the series. <laughs> I love the fact that this is the exact opposite of how you normally operate around women. <laughs> no, the best part was the fact that she's just like, why do they cut them off? And I'm like, well, otherwise they turn into giant monkey people and try to kill the earth. And she's like, that's just what good like that's just what they need to do and i'm like no <laughs> yeah, they need to wipe out all the humans man <laughs> That's right, a load of BS. The greatest show on the internet featuring the two best damn men on the planet, and I am talking about Heath, the B, the man known as. I said he is known as. Oh, congregation, him and now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the B, Blake Tanner. Praise the bee! Praise, Praise it! Praise be the, the big old bee! Praise be the bee! And over there, currently serving a life sentence commuted to Florida. <laughs> oh no, not a life sentence! <laughs> With no hope of parole. Oh no. Oh no. But, uh, as a follow up to last week's, like, my, uh, my kindergarten crush. Um. <laughs> I, I, I am well, you see, I'm, at this no, point, wait. they don't—they don't even know who you are. What, Scotty? Because <laughs> you didn't let me finish introducing you. Oh, sorry. Hi, guys. I'm the man known as the Yes. I'm Scotty Moore. I like women. But uh, no, I'm in a very weird limbo state of: Do I like her or hate Florida more? <laughs> Such a limbo <laughs> state. Oh man. Oh. Uh, I, I I finally, dude, life's not good. <laughs> like, if it helps, I found a whole subreddit 
of um, news reports that all have the word Florida man in them. <laughs> or Florida woman. Send those to me. That's going to become a segment. But, um, no, no, no. Uh, like, I don't know. Uh... You know, recently single, girlfriend recently moved out. Problem with the girlfriend moving out is the fact that uh, she takes everything. Meaning, I have no lighting. My living room is consistently dark. I can't see anything. But uh, I'm fixing it. I I'm happy I'm finally fixing my shit because I had some Amazon stuff last night. <laughs> But my favorite is, like, if, if anyone wants to know how stupid I am, it's, I'd, like, I could have easily been like, I'll just get a few lighting fixtures and have them shipped in. Two hours later, after being on Amazon, I have a pack of uh, Christmas lights, and that's it. That's all I have for my living room. However, my bathroom is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh, my, oh, you you need one of those uh, rotating disco ball lights Blake. that are like those lamps that you set on the counter. <laughs> Hold on, Blake, you you have no idea how close oh. you are to the truth right now. So, oh god, I'm so disappointed. So it all started when I found I found one of those like toilet lids that'll <laughs> illuminate at night. And I'm like, oh, that's nifty. I'll get one of those. Because it was like 10 bucks. So I was like, that's cool. Until I scrolled down and then found, like, a shower head that will illuminate the shower with LEDs. And then a faucet, like, <laughs> attachment that illuminates your faucet water through LEDs. And then I went, I'm going to have a fucking rave bathroom. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got all of that coming. I have a, I have a fucking sound-activated rave ball, which will act as my primary light source. Oh, good. Uh, what else did I get? I've got, I've got like a fucking galaxy shower curtain, and, <laughs> and, and that's the rave. I call it the, uh, it's the, it's the party pooper. <laughs> party pooper. The party pooper, but. Party pooper. What I'm most excited about, though, this isn't even like a rave. This is just a nice thing I'm happy I'm getting. I'm getting a bidet. <laughs> oh, that is so nice. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm concerned because it only costs like $25, which I don't know. I, I feel like that's probably not going to do well. It's probably gonna like have, <laughs> it's gonna have the water pressure of just having a midget stuck in your toilet with like a tiny water gun. <laughs> I, it feels like a tiny little icicle is just gently <laughs> wafting over my butthole currently. Terry, it's, you still? It's uncomfortable. Terry, are you still down there? Yes, I, Mister Bull. How are you? We're, you're doing good. I, I need a refill of the washer gun. All right, hold on. <laughs> let me fill it up. Uh, you just gotta hand it, ha Terry. You gotta hand it up. All right, all right. Here you go. Okay, okay. Here we go. Why am I filling up your water gun? I don't know, but got, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Terry, the toilet gnome. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Oh. I squirt water up bums. <laughs> oh, there's uh, there's actually been some lighting designs that I've had my eye on recently. Yeah. 
and it's mostly because you know how I have those uh, those dimmer lights, yeah, those like really cool, cool ass floodlights. Yeah. Best Buy has got a bunch of like fucking fantastic lights where you can hook them up, connect them to your phone. Oh yeah, and change the color at will. That, yeah, and they're also Bluetooth enabled. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to get those too. No, what I'm getting also is um. Once I can actually get my living room going, what I'm going to have in my living room is, uh, have you seen those fucking, like, DIY cloud lamps? Where you're like... Oh, yeah, like, those are cool. Yeah, I'm going to build, like, three DIY... <laughs> Welcome to Home and Garden with the BS. We, uh, You know what? How about this? Uh, Blake, this is all just... This is all just backstory. This is all just the <laughs> beginning. Because, uh, we've talked about our moon base... But we haven't talked about the main part of our moon base, which is the BS Manor. So, oh, um, good. I, I think I think we've already got the first room design, which is the party pooper. But wh- what else are we gonna go for here? What else do we need? Um, it? have you have you ever seen those uh those Christmas decorations where people like staple together a bunch of plastic solo cups <laughs> and they string uh Christmas lights through them? Yes. We're just going to get a bunch of those. <laughs> that is the entire lighting system. <laughs> I think that would be really nice patio lighting, you know. Oh, yeah, that's That'd our... Be... No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. You walk down our, like, patio, and you see... Firstly, I don't know why, even though I'm calling it a mansion, I do picture, like, a South Louisiana shack. <laughs> no! It's just a trailer. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it is. It's, uh... It's a South Louisiana shack with like a um, a string of those red solo cup lights coming, and so you just walk in and you just feel very confused. But as you walk in, it's an empty trailer, and you have to walk up to the refrigerator, knock five times, <laughs> at which point it opens and reveals like this beautiful like <laughs> staircase, like a marble staircase down into the BS Manor. The um the the red solo oh. cup theme, however, does continue. <laughs> uh, as we have red solo sconces Sconce. adorning the walls, <laughs> along with as you walk into our main room, a red solo cup chandelier. <laughs> and as you uh, as you enter the room, you just hear the soothing sounds of Toby Keith's Toby Keith, the red, red solo, solo cup. <laughs> That's the only song that plays all day, every day. All of our employees hate us. They really (laughs) hate Toby Keith. No, no, I feel like Uh, once a day, we give them a solid, how do you like me now, from Toby Keith, and then immediately cut back to Red Solo Cup. We give them a brief glimpse of hope, only to have it dashed by Red Solo Cup. I truly can't believe that I just inadvertently ended up playing into your weird Toby Keith obsession again. Look, Toby Keith is not a man. He is not just a musician. Toby Keith is a way of life. Uh, Didn't you have a dissertation on how Toby Keith is a time traveler? Look, no. The day we have our first ever BS live stream where we're both on webcam, there's going to be at least a 
solid 20 minute discussion of Toby Keith's How Do You Like Me Now music video because if nothing else it proves inadvertently that Toby <laughs> Keith is a time traveling <laughs> menace to society <laughs> um so I think he's just a menace to his ex-girlfriends oh yeah but uh so anyways Red Solo Cup's playing you walk in you see the beautiful chandeliers um what's up next Okay, so, so I, I don't know why, I really want, like, I don't know why, I think it's because it was my favorite thing at Dragon Con, was the giant Smirnoff ice booth, where they didn't even sell real Smirnoff ice, they sold, like, the shitty Smirnoff Gatorade shit, uh, I like to think, oh. I like to think there's one of those set up in the corner. We never, we, just, we never go to it. We don't use it, but we pay uh, the people. It's only, it's only for the help. No, even the help does not use it. They're just like, uh, that's that stuff's uh, really bad, man. Yep. We just no, have no, to, no. we uh, yeah. we rotate people from the staff out. I don't, I, and that's just the, uh, that's the, that's what they get instead of vacation oh, days. It's what, is, as they, they just come sit in, at the Smirnoff booth. Okay, so nobody goes to the Smirnoff booth. Yeah. No, oh, we... wait, wait, no, no. I love the idea that the staff does use it, and they're just all fucking wasted all the time off Smirnoff ice. Even it's like much... our our butler who welcomes people in, just like hello, well, welcome, welcome. Here's your complimentary Smirnoff ice. Your choices are blue, electric raspberry. Or mango tropical fuck. <laughs> uh, and of course, the uh, the person manning the booth at all times is none other than Ric Flair. <laughs> no, no, no! It's an animatronic. It's an animatronic of Flair. He's just like, and it's not like it's not well made. It's two D. It is just his hand waving, and he has a cowboy hat. I like it's not even it's not even the animatronic. It's just a cardboard cutout. It's a cardboard cutout, but we did put like a motor is, that lets his hand move up and down and yeah. lets his mouth move. Uh, it is it's not even an accurate Rick. It's like a Ric Flair from 1989. No, no, no. It's the Ric Flair from like the mid 90s in WCW where he had awkwardly short hair. Oh. <laughs> Oh, except he's the still, Rick that looked he, more he, like Little Nate than Rick. He's still drawn like a mole man, though. <laughs> we just gave him shorter hair. So you walk um, in, you get your complimentary speared off ice, you just jam to some red solo cup. Mm -hmm. Uh, where where are we going here next? Well, of course, um, we're we've only got we've only we've only the foyer. We've only scratched the surface. <laughs> Indeed, um, I think that we're going to have to have a really shit like you know those half spiral staircases that take you up to the second floor landing. Oh, like where one goes up one side, and one, but they both lead to the same place. But it's like two spiral staircases. Yes. Yeah. We need that, except one of them is a slide and one is a staircase. <laughs> I just... Only we're allowed to use the slide. Did you see that? I just slid down a slide to get down here. 
Is it that? But you wish you could do that. But you wish you could do that. Write it down in your diaries tonight. <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh. It's just all gonna be subtle camp WWE references everywhere. <laughs> That's what. Oh, so I guess my idea of uh, calling in Thunderbird with a rocket launcher whenever things are get going <laughs> shitty is <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> he just sits in a little shack. No, no, like no. right outside. Oh, damn it! I, I, because it's in the because we don't have much of an outside like perspective. You know what? Screw it. So there's a mountain, and that's what the shack is on. But behind the mountain is the building. So there's actually two <laughs> entrances. Oh. And atop the beautiful marbled outside is like a tiny dome. And at the top of the dome is just Thunderbird's upper half. <laughs> so he's... Also known as the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Thunderdome. And he's just like... It just looks, it's pouring over him. He looks like he's in a very big, like, marble dress. And he just has a sniper rifle. And even though no one can access this part of the, like, place, he still is, like, on watch. Yeah. Can't let him go beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> the Thunderdome. Oh, it's just nothing but shitty references. <laughs> Oh, I'm okay with that it's, because you know what? We're millennials and apparently that's all we know how to do. That's all we know, but you know, it's fine. So, um, oh. I really want one of those swimming pools where it's an indoor pool, but you can swim under like a glass barricade to like get to an outside pool. Ah. I, I don't know how to make this funny. I kind of just want this to happen. <laughs> Just want, I just want something cool for once. <laughs> I just have something cool? Please. Uh, nope. It's got to be made of custard. <laughs> no, no, no. It's in the shape of a red solo. It's in the shape of a marble red solo cup. Oh, God. That's going to be a deep-ass pool. Yeah. Like, ba uh, basically, the outside pool is not that big. The inside pool is big. But the outside pool is just like half a red solo cup. That has been, like, attached to the side of our building. Um, okay. I'm gonna do you one better. Okay. And this is gonna, this is gonna notch the scale of the BS Mansion up. Okay. By magnitudes. Um, we're going to have giant swimming pools of red Solo cups. But there's going to be many of them. And they're going to be arranged in pyramid patterns. <laughs> One pyramid on one side and the other, way over there. Whoa! No, no, no! And you're gonna catapult giant balls into the red solo. No, cups. no, no! Here's what I like. Okay, um, so, uh, your your top pool is the one I've described, but you also have like a a diving board, and underneath it is a pyramid shape of red solo cups. And you get to dive off the diving board into one of the red solo cups. And whichever one you land in drains. <laughs> it's not a uh, good time. God help you if that drain drainage door doesn't work. God help you. Because there's no way out. No, God help you if you miss. <laughs>
Uh, they're also full of beer, so that helps. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's not good beer. No, it's not good at all. It's like Bud Light mixed with uh, Pabst and... Pabst! Pabst. Is it bad I'm now thinking artistically and being like, you know it would look really pretty if you had like five of the marble red Solo cups around the outside and then a nice marble and then I remember that this is also the same place where we have a cardboard animatronic Ric Flair <laughs> selling smeared off ice. Oh, God. All right. Okay, let's go back to the foyer then. Yeah, let's because go back think... to this. The foyer is our artistic masterpiece. <laughs> oh, because... Okay, you got the spiral staircase slash uh, sl- slip and slide, the, slippy slide, slip super slide. slide. Yeah. Um, but under the staircase are two massive oaken doors. Okay. And they open to reveal the most majestic Dave and Buster's experience <laughs> you've ever seen. Yes! There always must be a Dave and Buster's. I don't know why, but there's gotta be. Oh, oh. My, yep, I like it. There is a Dave and Buster's inside our home. Um, uh-huh. We get free tokens. No one else gets free tokens. Exactly. It's actually, you, uh, the games are going to use a high-tech DNA scanner. Yeah. So we just pop our DNA into uh, <laughs> the mainframe. Like there's a fucking needle, and you have to draw blood. It's just like... <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Tanner. How are you feeling today? No, good. I'm doing good. Uh, Mr. Right. Tanner, how many games have you played today? I have, About two liters worth. I'm gonna fucking get this fucking Fruit Ninja high score. <laughs> and then you just see, like, your hand hit it, and you just hear, as you pass out on the ground. Well, Damn you, ass! Well... <laughs> Oh, that with is your a, high score. That is the best way, way to go with the solid <laughs> high score reference. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess that settles my next question, which was what's the kitchen going to be like? Dave and Busters. Yeah, well, what's bad is the way I'm picturing it right now is it just looks like a cylinder. <gasps> it's a giant red solo cup. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. What have we done? Um, just designed the January shirt of the month. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, then I guess we need our bedrooms. You get one half of the top of the red Solo cup. I get the other half. Uh. Um, I'm sorry, due to branding, however, your room will have to be blue. And mine is going to have to be red. Um... (laughs) Only if the hallway in between us can be purple. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. As no, a matter oh, of fact, actually, everything that's in between, everything that's owned by you and I has to be purple. No, no, no. Purple. The path between our bedrooms is one of those tunnels that has the spinning lights. Oh, that has those spinning lights that make you feel like you're getting really dizzy and spinning around. Oh, those are the worst. Yeah, that's how I keep you out of my room, bitch. Ugh. Mine's just never on, <laughs> because I'm a nice person. Hey, Blake, what's up, man? Nothing. Fucking please leave my room. Uh, okay, I want my room to be one half of a Whole Foods. <laughs> okay. Um, Because I want that sweet-ass produce and the 
wonderful patchouli-scented goddamn everything. I just need you to remember this is your bedroom. And you just wake up and you're like, well, there's some lovely produce here. Is that patchouli? You're goddamn right. I don't have to leave my room, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you know what? I get all those free cheese samples. Oh, my God. And my room will feature a large chair made of Mountain Dew cans. Oh, God. Hold on, legit. You didn't drink Mountain Dew? No, breaking the, uh, bre breaking this. Because we'll discuss this later. I legit have a new, like, co-worker at work who looks at me one day and is just like, man, I just kind of like, I'm like, I was joking about him, like, being OCD about something. He goes, man, I just like designing things. Like, I'd be that guy at Walmart who, like, would take all the Coke cans and make a cool design out of them just to, just to forget the fact that I work at Walmart. And then he's just like, but you know what I really want? I want to build a giant chair out of Mountain Dew cans because they're really stable. And, you know, you'd figure, put a cushion on it. You'll be fine. It'll last forever. And I'm just staring at him like, it's like no, dude, no. You're going to have to drink a lot of Mountain Dew for that. The worst no, I don't think he wanted to actually open the cans. <laughs> like, if you have if you have a full can of Mountain Dew that's never been opened, yeah. and you stack that shit together, it really is stable. <laughs> you, uh, like you could set a lot of shit on those. Okay, uh, just to describe what he looks like, and um, for uh, for the listeners at home who don't know this individual, uh, go to at V on Twitter. Uh, and, <laughs> and look at our good friend Josh Vincent. Now, this guy looks like if you took Josh in Photoshop and made him taller, but did not make him wider. His face is elongated, his body is elongated, everything else looks exactly the same, and it's terrifying. <laughs> like, like it, you know, like an evil vampire oh. in a modern, like an I Am Legend type vampire. Oh, this you is, mean the worst kind of vampire? This is the I Am Legend of Josh. And he's the worst. Oh, but you know what's not the worst? The, oh, the fact... A plug? The, the fact that Blake... As soon as it was born, it died. The hive, <laughs> The hive train. The hive train is dead. A hyphen load hyphen of... Hyphen BS dot my Shopify dot com is dead <laughs> and long live merch dot a load of pure BS dot com. I, dude, I got so tired of all those hyphens that I fucking dropped the money to get us a domain. Also, di didn't we actually sell a few shirts? We are selling shit. And if you want some bum-ass shit from us, whether it's related to BS, whether it's related to Queasel Court, my book, whether it's related to any of our upcoming projects me and Blakey Tan have, go on over to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and also go on over to www.aloadofpurebs.com and check us out. That is our official website. We're fucking legit. <laughs> it... What the fuck? I don't understand. Oh, that's nice. Also, I like that if you actually just Google search a load of purebs.com, one of the first things that shows up is Blake Shelton's deluxe edition <laughs> album, Pure BS. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> him and Toby. I'm sorry. Him and Toby Keith are actually going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my friend Hagen is actually related to Blake Shelton. Really? Yeah, he um, they're like third or fourth cousins, so maybe. Could we get Blake no. Shelton? No. <laughs> uh, he sent him a graduation card when he graduated high school. Oh my God, that's awesome! Uh, how, how you doing? This is Blake Shelton, and I'm here to say, Hagen, congratulations on graduating from high school. I've also got to uh, plug the underwear that I'm selling. I wrote Old Red. That's a good song. Anyways, bye. (laughs) (laughs) It's just all one long plug for his stuff. (laughs) How you doing? Uh, (laughs) To my dear cousin Hagar, (laughs) I would like to congratulate you on graduating high school. Included, you will find a coupon with which you may go to your local Walmart and pick up Pure BS, my next hit album. <laughs> okay, that was funny, but I'm just looking at our website. Yeah. And under the fucking links section, <laughs> <laughs> merch, Facebook, our YouTube, Justin Long. <laughs> it's just a picture of Justin Long from the Sasquatch game. Yeah. <laughs> I just left. I left that there for you. <laughs> was this re- was this your test of actually seeing if I looked at our website or not? <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm gonna put this here and just see if Blake goes to the website. Oh uh, god. But you know, it threw me for a second because I thought I was on Podbean. Oh yeah. Well, you are. It is. We're hosted by Podbean, but a load of purebs.com is our official domain. So that's whatever. Pop. Pod B, Pod BS. Pod BS. Uh, well, speaking of Blake Shelton, Blake, um, I think I think Blake Shelton might be joining us in a few more minutes for the impression, job interview, scramble, cool guy thing. <laughs> you put a lot of money into the budget for that name, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so much. Uh, oh. well, well, see, ladies and gentlemen, we've we've got some great characters on this show. We got the we got the Flareman, we've got the Thunderbirds, we've got everybody. But we need our next great guy, and so uh, me and Blake decided just to go straight in speed dating style. We- uh, hold, hold on, Scotty. Wait, we need our next great guy. You know, BS is an equal opportunity employer. It is, but we also. <laughs> We also cannot do a woman's impression. <laughs> uh, I think I think it'll be fine. You know, we have to comply with uh, with Title Nine. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> then let me uh, let's see if we can get a a sexy young thing in here. Um, all right, Blake. Oh. I guess you have some questions for our first our first. I guess it's a woman. Uh, <laughs> You guess? I guess she's a woman because your ass just Title Nine to me, you motherfucker. Uh, all right. Uh, your interview with uh, Bertha Blanks. Bertha. Bertha Blanks begins now. <laughs> you have two minutes. Hey, Bertha, how are you doing today? Hey. 
What's up? <laughs> it's good to meet you. Uh, okay, so let's just jump straight into it. What makes you think that you would be a great addition to the BS family? Oh, no. <laughs> this fucking ginger fucker just looked out there and said, You're a woman, I think. Get in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, let's just let's find some questions for you to ask. Um, uh, let's see. Yep. What is one thing that people in general do not want for Christmas? I'd say, uh, big, big fat slap to the face from these old tits of mine. Oh, yep. 34 double E's. They're like two cannonballs coming at you. Jeez, you could kill somebody with those. I have. Oh. Um, okay, so let's let's keep moving on. All right. Um in your opinion, what is the best Disney song? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to pause. <laughs> well, it's a song my father used to sing to me as a child. My Papa always wanted a boy. He'd look at me and say, Let's get down to business. <laughs> to defeat the... <laughs> Somehow I'll make a man out of you. That's why my voice sounds like that she had me chain smoking since I was ten. Okay, Bertha. I think that's enough. Thank you, you for sure? applying at, at BS Industries. <laughs> yeah. I can't breathe. Scotty will show you the way out. <laughs> Your two minutes are up, Bertha. <laughs> oh, my God. God, Bertha. Bertha, I think, is an early winner here. Oh, Bertha Blanks, the voice of a generation. Um, I can't breathe. Uh, okay. Let, let's tone it down with someone who I can't make that funny. Uh, well, like I said, Blake, uh, since he's already here, a good friend of uh, a good friend of Hagen just walked through the door. Oh, good. Um, good. It's actually, it's two of them, because I know the Patreon saint of the podcast would be offended <clears throat> if uh, Blake didn't bring along another friend of his, who is uh, the great Trace Atkins, writer of Honky Tonk, Badonka Donk, and other great standards. So uh, you got us a dual interview with uh, Blake and Trace. So, you know, just try to try to get it, get it going, buddy. All right, gentlemen. Hello. It's good to have you both here today. Yeah, thank you, Blake. I like your name. Your name's Blake. That's my name. <laughs> All right. I'm really glad. I'm really glad, Blake. It's it's good to have you here, Blake. You're damn right, Blake. <laughs> good stuff, Blake. All right, Blake. The first question's going to you, Blake. Okay, are you ready, Blake? I'm 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 enjoying it. Please stop saying Blake. <laughs> Sorry about that, Blake. Um. All right. What is something that's worth seeing in person? <laughs> well, I got a few. I got a few ideas. Uh, you know, I used to date Mer Mer Melissa. No, Marissa. No, uh, the Lambert woman. 
And the Lambert woman. What the fuck is her? How in the the blue hell do you not even know your wife's name? Look, me and her have been divorced for years. You don't want to talk about it right now. Uh, Marissa Lambert? Yeah, that. Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert, my my beautiful ex-wife. She is just something to behold in person. Wow, you weren't a kid when you said you couldn't make this shit funny, were you? Look, yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck you. That's all I'm saying right now. Okay, uh, Trace. Hello. Next, the next question's for you. All right. Um, how are you weird? Well, I'm a fucking seven-foot monkey man with long hair down my back, a redneck look in my eye, and the fucking will to kill, son. And at the end of the day, that's all I fucking care about. And honky tonk, but donka don't. <laughs> it's good to know, Trace. It's good to know. <laughs> it's good, because gentlemen, uh, gentlemen. Uh, if I may break it, I really think that fucking Bertha's broken us for the rest of it. So even stupid shit's gonna make us laugh right now. Uh, yeah. Well, thank God. I'm happy we jumped. We fucking jumped in with the. Riding the coattails of Bertha. What a beautiful woman she was. That was a woman uh, wasn't a blue hell. Alright. Um, this is an open-ended question. I think this is the last one we'll be able to get to, gentlemen. Alright. What was your worst experience in high school? Well, you know, back in high school, they used to call me, um... Blake. And, uh... <laughs> They used to call me Blake. Uh, they were, you know what? I understand that torture <laughs> so well. <laughs> they were, you know, they were very nice to me. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a singer. I'm a talented man. I like to sing. And at the end of the year, you know, uh, fucking, they, you know, they say the fucking best dressed man most likely succeed. And uh, when, it, when it came to announce the most talented in my entire high school. Don't you talk about it. I'm, I'm going to talk about it, Trace. When they announced Most Talented, <clears throat> they said Trace Atkins. And, Blake, I could not. I, 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 I just couldn't. All right, now, you look here. Uh, that year, I released the fucking fuck beast that is known as Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. <laughs> and how dare you assume that that song did not teleport me to the top of the most talented charts. Wait, so you're saying you were in high school when you released Honky Donk Badonka Donk? I was in high school. Me and You were in high school together? Yes, we went to uh, we went to CMS Country Music <laughs> School. Is that where Toby Keith went to? <laughs> oh, he got fucking kicked out of that shit a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you know my favorite... <laughs> My favorite part about CMS is every morning we'd get in and the uh, old principal would come on over and say, put a hand over your heart and just deliver the lines that prove your love to this great country. And we'd rise, put a hand over our hearts and say, maybe lock the door and turn the lights down low. (laughs) Put some music on it soft and slow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, they, they went way over their.
there two minutes, but you know what? There were two of them, so I think four minutes was fine. Yeah, it was really worth <laughs> it. All right, see you two boys later. You're Good night, gentlemen. You're Thank you for giving us the anthem for what we love most in this world. Yeah, that honky <clears> tonk, <throat> but don't get Keep in All right, bye, guys. Bye. Please leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna be excited for our next guest. He's, oh yeah, he's a guy I know you've been wanting to get on for a while. We've had we've had imitators in the past of this guy, but uh, you know what? Let's let's not let's not dilly dally. Let's get him in here. Bear with y'all. The big Snoop Dogg is here. Let's do some interviews, Blake. Damn. Hey, Snoop, how's it going? Man, it's hanging and banging. You know, that's all the Snoop Dogg does. Yeah. Yeah, my man, it's good. It's good to have you here. All right. Here's one that's specifically suited to your taste. Damn right. In your opinion, what is the most clever lyric you have ever heard used in a song? All right. Now, this question is loaded, man. Because, you know, I'm the big Snoop Dogg. I'm the Snoop D-O-double-G. <clears throat> All that and the miggity mac, that's what I'm saying, y'all. But, well, you know, my words are more cerebral, man. You know, my shit gets in your head, it's gets, gets that brain thoughts going. But at the end of the day, I gotta say, the most prof profound lyric, most profound lyricist I've ever heard deliver the, the fresh lines Hustler shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the wall, feeling damn near 10 feet tall. S Snoop, could you, could you go along? Well, I would do the whole song if I could. <laughs> but, uh, but, but really, to sum it all up, there ought to be a law. Get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy. How she even get them britches on? That honky tonk. But donk it donk. Barely. You're welcome for that, Snoop. Yeah, there's the big T man right there. Yeah. I thought you guys left. <laughs> Sorry, I just left my hat. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. So I saw a dark skinned man come in here and I thought I'd have to protect you boys from him. Alright, you know what? If you did not write the fucking anthem of a generation, I call that shit racist. But you know what, dog? We tight. Alright? You damn right, Snoop. Fist bump. Alright. Question number two. Pop oh, question number two. Pop it my weight. All right, my man. Uh, let's see. Uh, what character role was absolutely perfect for its actor? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult question. There are so many roles where shit just really get, gets to them. <laughs> there are just so many roles where an actor just seems to slip in really understand the character, show who he is. People like Jared Leto as the Joker. <clears throat> People like, like myself as the great Huggy Bear. But you know, at the end of the day, I like to go back to a hit film. I saw Stone in a movie theater in 2005. The film was known as the Sasquatch Gang. <laughs> <laughs> And my main Snoop, I think 
I think you really were stoned. I don't think that movie was released in cinemas. Well, you know something, dog. I was I was sitting there. It was me, Khalifa. We was all together. We rented out a movie theater just to watch the greatness of Justin Long in the Sasquatch Gang, and that motherfucker let that shit rip. Man, well. Bellwell, well. All right, I think your your two minutes are up, Snoop. But uh, uh, thank you. I just want Snoop for the rest of the <laughs> night. Don't worry, y'all. I'll be back here and all around, cause I'm the big Snoop Dogg, and I'm coming to your town. Bear well, Snoop out. You know, <laughs> I think after so many years of smoking weed, that Snoop has transcended. <laughs> to a higher plane of existence. I also... Because I swear to God that he just teleported out of this room <laughs> in a haze of dank weed smoke. Uh, he's like Nightcrawler. <laughs> I also like the fact that my freestyling ability suddenly gets a lot better when Snoop appears. <laughs> um, all right, Blake, we've got all these... We've had a lot of levity. We've had a lot of uh, comic characters, but... Uh, I think it's time we really get down to business because we need, we need an intelligent mind... On the podcast. Wait, we need to get down to business to to defeat the Huns. We need to get an intelligent mind on this podcast, Blake. We need to get some science in our podcast. And, uh, you know, I've got a friend here, and I think he's ready to... What? Oh, he he actually refuses to walk in until we sing his official anthem. So, if I may... Me 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 me. Mo 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 mo. Ba 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 ba. Bill 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 Alright, uh, so, Bill, That's a- what is your most interesting opinion on the universe? You know, the universe is infinite. Thousands of possibilities exist within a small realm of possibility. There could be planets that we have not discovered. There could be solar systems where life has been created through evolution much like our own. But at the end of the day, there are people who don't believe in evolution. And to them, I point them towards the theory of relativity. And I say to them, everything's relative. An object moving at light speed could, could experience time at a completely different rate from you and I. Standing still on the earth, we experience time much slower than they do. And another example is how you, trying to tell me about evolution, might think you're intelligent. But from my perspective, you're just... God, you're a fucking idiot. You're just... You're the worst shitty... (laughs) Shitty McShit... Shit brain I've ever seen. You're fucking... You're fucking dumb. And I understand. It's relative. To, to, to you, you think you're smart. You're fucking dumb. It, Bill, Bill, if you could calm down. Bill, you are sciencing my ass off right now. I, that is why I am Bill 
nigh the mother fucking god particle damn science guy <laughs> and don't you, know you dare fuck me uh here i'm gonna toss you a brewski you and me we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna extend this uh right. we're gonna extend this interview session all right let's do this uh, oh that's some uh, good uh, good uh, stuff right there Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. So, Big Billy, what is, um, has there ever been anything that has hit your confidence? Yep. And just brought you down a little bit? Oh, well, you know something? Uh, It's just, when you think about confidence, uh, 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 Blake, it, 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 it's it's nothing it's nothing that science can't because I am a, um, a man of science and oh, oh that's good and at the, at the end of the day I'm a man of proof and uh, all I have to say is the proof is in the pudding and the pudding says that I'm the fucking smartest man on the fucking planet and that's all I really have to worry about uh, about so don't worry about my fucking confidence. Ugh. But B- Bill, are you all right? Look, or I'm fine. It's all good. It's just really uh, strong. B- uh, Bill, are you Bill? Uh, what's happening to your hair? Oh no. <laughs> this, this always happens when I... I oh. oh, when I, oh Wait, uh, Bill, when I, oh. you dropped something. I, it's a... This is a... This is a... This is a one-year sobriety chip uh, from Alcoholics Anonymous. Wait, Blake, I don't think he's... He's not Bill anymore. He's... He's becoming something... He, oh, no. Something. Oh, oh, no. Wait. Uh, no. Look, Morty, if you... If, if you really want to talk shit to me about... My, my my sobriety ship. It doesn't matter because at the end of the party up, at, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter because because Blake, mm. there's like a small child walking oh. into my walking into my house. What I uh, is he in a yellow shirt, s- Scotty? Excuse me, um, Rick, Rick, Rick. I'm over here. The guy you're talking to is it isn't actually. Look, I I know Morty. There are infinite universes. We've been to fucking half of them. This this is just clearly one of your other ugh, fucking dumbass personalities from another universe. And this fucking gi- oh. this fucking g- g- ginger bitch is obviously an uneducated version of me. Excuse me? You 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 fucking heard me. I'm I'm really sorry, guys. They just he he gets like this when he drinks. That's fucking all the time, Morty. This is how I am. Just accept it. You know what? I th- think, Scotty, that we have stumbled on one of the greatest secrets of our universe. What? And that is the fact that Bill Nye the Science Guy oh, no. is what happens when Rick goes sober. Yep. Yeah, well, you know something? Uh, I gotta go back to my own fucking universe because, you know, this one, I- I'm gonna level with you. It kind of sucks ass. It's really uh, 3D. And I'm not a fan of it. So, uh, you two have fun. Uh, 
Good luck with your uh, dumbass show or whatever. Bye. Huh. What the... F what actually just happened? I don't... Wait. Blake, he left behind this tiny blue box. Don't touch the box. But, but Blake, there's... No. There's this big button on top. Scotty, don't touch the box. But, but Blake, we could... And for the love of God, if you do, don't give it an impossible task. Hold on. I'm... Scotty, you don't Wait. know what powers you're messing with. I'm pressing the button. <laughs> oh, I'm Mr. No. Meeseeks. Look at me. <laughs> what? Mr. Meeseeks, what do you do? I do whatever you want me to do. I will grant any wish and give complete any task. Really? That's that's great. B Blake, we could, we could do anything here. We could get anything. Mr. Meeseeks, destroy the box. That's my home. I can't do that. But I will grant you any request. Any request. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Blake. It's it's perfect. We have someone who can give us anything. Okay, Mr. Meeseeks. Our podcast is just... It's not... We have to pay so much a month. We have to pay so much money just to, like... Get this ball rolling. Just to do all of this stuff. Could you just get us get us money to keep our podcast going? Okay. Well, I'm just going to give you this website here. It's known as patreon.com slash a load of BS. Patreon.com slash a load of BS? What's that? It's a website where all of your fans who are listening can go and support you. They can donate money and even give you some cool perks like these. Oh, cool. Blake, look at this list of perks. It says for, says for a dollar we could shout out people on the podcast like the Patreon saint, Deborah A. Moore. For, and we'll keep shouting her out until we get another patron. And then for $5, uh, you actually get motivational videos from us. And for $30, you get subscribed to, what is this? It's the BS Booty Box, Scotty. It's amazing. <laughs> they donate $30 and they get... A free box of t-shirts every month. Free things supplied by the BS and a handwritten note from the BS. Let them know how proud they are for supporting them. It's a great thing. Well, that's great. Thanks, Mr. Meeseeks. Your task is complete. Thank you for letting me die. Well, bet you didn't think that yep. shit was about to become a Patreon plug, did you, bitch? No, I'm just going to take this box, though, and we're going to put it on the shelf, <laughs> and we're never going to mention it again. <laughs> it's never going to be brought back, because we don't want to be sued by Justin Roiland. <laughs> but, uh, you know what, so, you know what, Blake? We don't need Mr. Meeseeks, because we have each other, we have this podcast, and we have a nest of velociraptors. Oh, shit, that means I have to pull up the story. <laughs> Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for BS versus the world. The long-running story series that we're doing every single not every single week on this podcast until we finish. Until the story is over. And you see Blake, last week was a bit of a rough time. You almost died. I I uh I got a I had waffles. No, I had pie. Ma Maybe I really did die, Scotty. Oh, no, don't. Do you know? Uh, no. Do you know if I really died, Scotty? But, uh, but we had a... We had... But I was brought back. The pact is sealed now. We, you were brought back. 
by the savior. The man known as Austin Yates, who is actually going to be on this podcast next week. Next week? The, I'm so excited. The eternal man, Austin Yates, brought you back to life. Oh. But You know what's wonderful? A little segue about Austin. Yeah. Whenever I see Austin, he's riding on his bike, and he just, like, he so elegantly rides past, and I'm far enough away to where I can't just get him to stop, and I'm like... God, look at that majestic man <laughs> with his hair flowing wildly in the wind. Oh, my God. Austin is a... You guys will all get to enjoy the beauty of Austin next week. But uh, things went awry when that horrible, that horrible, wretched girl who stabbed... Bitch. Who stabbed you. She, that, she appeared again. That attractive bitch. And she, and she nearly killed us, but Austin sent us somewhere. And it turns out that somewhere is prehistoric times. And there is fuck we are surrounded by velociraptors. I'm sorry, didn't we didn't we have to retcon that last oh, week? Oh yeah, uh big fucking raptors. Big fuck rap big fuck a raptor. Alright, uh, do you have it pulled up? I do. Alright, well then. Chapter seven. New family. I jump off the ground, staring at the frightening beast. The warm air from its nose bathes me in a disgusting gust. A disgust, if you will. <laughs> I, I, look over, I look over at Blake, who is surrounded by a group of velociraptor younglings. There was no hope now. Okay, Blake, I whisper as to not alert the creatures. On the count of three, we run. My heartbeat quickens as the mother velociraptor stares at me. One, two... Oh, God. The Velociraptor children pounce onto Blake. His screams echo throughout the green forest. <laughs> oh, God. I try, to ru- okay. I try to run after him, but the mother grabs my shirt collar, picking me up from the ground. Blake! Blake, no! I scream out when suddenly, laughter. I look over to my best friend to discover no gore, no blood, just a lot of saliva. Turns out Blake is taking place in a Velociraptor cuddle puddle. They've begun... Ah, they're so cute! Oh, God, they're so cute! They've begun licking him, and the mother carries me over to the children, putting me in the puddle with the kids. Oh, they just want to play. Blake remarks, petting a Velociraptor on its head. We, oh. we look up at the mother, and despite the raptor's lack of the facial muscles to do so, it seems she was looking on us with a smile. Suddenly, a roar echoes throughout the forest. The mother raptor sends off a large call as the trees shake. Our new... (laughs) Like that. Our newfound velociraptor friends (laughs) begin to run as a T-Rex emerges from the forest. Maybe he's friendly too, I whisper as the T-Rex roars, running straight for us. Maybe not. We We struggle to reach our feet to run, but trip on the foliage. The Tyrannosaurus gains on us when suddenly... Crack! A large velociraptor takes a large chunk out of the T-Rex's neck. A bigger, bigger fucker raptor. Blake and I, l- <laughs> Blake and I look around to see a veritable army of raptors surrounding the T-Rex. They begin to jump on him, attempting to take down the creature. As the T-Rex realizes he's outnumbered, he backs away into the forest as the velociraptors bark at him in victory. The large velociraptor that led the charge prances up to us and places a talon on each of our heads. We look up at him in awe. Papa? Papa? <laughs> Papa? 
Wait, wait, wait. Is that is that just um? Okay, so I've got a theory yeah. here. Austin has been alive forever, <laughs> but what if, what if Austin evolved? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Hours later, Blake and I are munching on some Triceratops meat that was provided to us by our new family. The moon, <laughs> the moonlit field we sit in provides a perfect backdrop for the scene. Dozens of Velociraptors stand in a circle, a family gathering. We sit in a nest of old twigs, surrounded by baby Velociraptor eggs, the new members of our family. And you're Randy, and you're the Hulkster. I finished naming Blake and I's brothers. Blake's been too busy chowing down on a Triceratops steak, the rarest of all steaks. He stares at his food for a moment, then begins to laugh. Scotty. He looks at me. We're in a Velociraptor nest. What the fuck is our lives? <laughs> I loved that laugh. <laughs> we both burst out laughing as we finish munching down on some food. Night begins to fall and the raptors all come together. Papa Raptor stands watch for his children as we all snuggle <clears throat> up to get some rest. Blake and I cuddle together between the Hulkster and Dusty and we sigh. We knew we had a battle coming. We knew that woman would find us somehow, but for right now, we were safe. We had a family, and that was all that mattered. So, we still don't know where Austin is. Uh, he's just unless he's Papa Raptor. <laughs> he's just chilling. Uh, it's just chapter eight. Revenge. We awake to the sounds of panic. Our brethren all running across the field as we bear the sounds of as we hear the sounds of grunts and the pained cries of the raptors. We look up to discover the first shred of humanity, well, subhumanity. Cavemen struggle against the raptor fighting force as we look up in shock. Blood covers the battlefield, both human and raptor. We struggle to our feet to watch upon the action. We see the cruelty of man as they take their clubs and attempt to kill our family. The battle is terrible and violent. Our newfound friends fight for naught as the sheer numbers of cavemen were too much. It was too much for us to take. And we didn't. That's it. I whisper under my breath. These fuckers want to see something? I'll show them something. I run behind us to discover a field of branches. I pick up a large bundle and pull out my lighter. These cavemen hadn't seen fire yet. But I damn sure was going to show them something. I light the br branches aflame and Blake and I lead a charge onto the sta stunned caveman. Wait, hold up. Okay, so since we've been sent back in time, are we fucking with the timeline here? That's whatever. Or... Is this one of those universes where everything is predetermined, and so we're predestined to fuck with the timeline? Also, why are cavemen and dinosaurs living at the same time? Hey, Blake. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lead a charge onto stunned cavemen. You still have those powdered creamer packets from Waffle House? I whisper to Blake. He looks at me confused, but hands them over. As I fill my mouth with the powder, Blake stares at me in disbelief. This was not the time for my dairy-based addiction to kick in. Or was it? A caveman decides to get ballsy with me and stands face to face with me. I smirk at him as I pull my torch in front of my face. I unleash a spray of powder from my mouth. The fire catches it and ignites the powder, which when combined with oxygen sends a huge fireball towards the caveman. He screams in pain as his hair ignites. Everything I just read is fucking scientifically accurate. <laughs> I know it is, because I was taught how to breathe fire on a budget yeah, once. Yeah, I'm so pumped. <laughs> the, 
The rest of the cavemen <sighs> scream in fear as they see their friend cry out in pain from this new mythical, mystical substance called fire. They run in fear as I shake my torch towards them. The raptors begin to regroup as I smirk, lighting a cigarette off my torch. <clears throat> I just saved a pack of raptors by shooting a caveman with a fireball. This is what being a badass feels like. At least, I think so until I turn around. Mama? I whisper under my breath. Mama? Blake and I rush over to Mama Raptor, the woman who brought us into this camp. Her body was beaten badly by the cavemen. Her eyes weakly stared up at us. Blake and I both pet her injured body, hoping to will her back to life, but to no avail. In her final moments, however, despite not having the required facial muscles, her beautiful raptor mouth seemed to curl up in a smile, proud of the job her boys had done. Oh. No! in the caveman camp they all jump in fear as a large purple wormhole opens up near them a long leg steps out followed by a black dressed red headed evil bitch of a woman she walks over to the caveman with a burnt face and no hair she smiles at him and cracks his neck ending his suffering the cavemen leap back in fear staring at this newcomer into their camp she holds up a picture of Blake and I then points to the badly burned Cro-Magnon man one caveman shakes his head, seemingly understanding the message she was attempting to send. She drops the photo under the burning caveman's body, a small ember lighting it on fire. As the caveman goes up in flames again, she snaps her fingers. The small group of cavemen seemingly jump into formation. She smiles at them as the flames burn behind her. And now, revenge. Oh shit! That fucking whore! I don't like being the target for red-headed assassins. I'm sorry. You've got to deal with it. I don't like it so much that I opened my last beer. <laughs> oh, no. Because Mama Raptor's dead. Mama Raptor. Chapter 9. The, oh. the Velocichapter. But wait, didn't we just have the Velocichapter? No, these are all Velocichapters, but this is the real oh. Velocichapter. Blake and I walk through the forest slowly. Dried tears decorate our face as we try to walk over the side as we try to walk over the sight of seeing Mama Raptor die in front of us. The fresh air fills Blake's lungs as cigarette smoke fills mine. It's so unhealthy, Scotty. I'm sorry. My name's Bertha, <laughs> and I taught Scotty everything he knows. It's been a very <laughs> stressful day. Suddenly, a group of Neanderthals stop us at a crossroads. They stare at us with rage. Their eyes seem to glow red as they chase after us. Run! Fucking run! Blake screams at me as we begin to bolt throughout the forest. The cavemen nip, nip, nip. They nip at our heels with their weapon. They are nipping! With their weaponry, narrowly hitting us with spears. Branches whip by our faces, causing cuts and bruises to appear. Blood trickles down my face. Blake and I notice a clearing up ahead and go for it, but when we get there, we find something far more sinister waiting. Blake Tanner. The oh, shit. The, <laughs> the figure in the clearing announces as the cavemen file in behind us, encircling us. Why won't you just die? Her hands ignite with flame as she starts the attack. Blake and I use all that we have to fight off the crow magnets, but it's too much. 45 on 2 isn't much of a fair fight. Aww. 
The bitch of a woman stares down at us as we lay limp on the ground. I thought this would be harder. She grips Blake's throat as I stare in horror. My, my weak body seems unable to move at all. She lifts him to her face, staring him in the eyes. Blake, Blake's gasps for air cause my heart to break further and further as I see the life drain from his face. She smirks at him and loosens, 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 <laughs> loosens her grip. I'm okay now. Any last words? She remarks with an evil tone. <laughs> well, Blake coughs up some blood, then looks up and smirks. <clears throat> you know, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. She looks at him, confused. What? Is this a fucking joke? She squeezes his throat hard. <gasps> you gotta Yo, this take one's a me. Stand. This one's me. You got. Fuck you. You gotta take a stand and don't have to hide. I smile as I finish Blake's verse, and the Hulkster attacks the woman, taking her down. Yes! The cavemen look around to discover they're surrounded by velociraptors. A loud grunt from one of the cavemen is followed by a cry from our velociraptor brothers. Papa Velociraptor comes up and grabs us, throwing us on his back. We rush out of the battlefield, watching as our Velociraptor brothers and sisters take down the caveman militia. Papa's speed gets us quickly out of harm's way, bounding up a mountain with intense fury. He cries as we reach the peak, only to discover... That fucking bitch. Fine. We'll do it the hard way, then. She shoots Papa Velociraptor in one of his mighty legs, causing him to fall. <laughs> Tossing Blake and I to the floor. She opens a portal and grabs Blake, dragging him towards the portal. <laughs> Fuck you. I mumble under my breath as I rip my shirt, using it to bandage up Pop's wound. She smirks and aims her gun towards my head. <laughs> you know, all I need is him. She smiles at me. You're worthless. Dead? Alive? It doesn't matter. She smiles as she shoots me in the shoulder. I cry in agony as Blake struggles against her grip. Just fucking kill me! I grunt at her as she walks over to me. Oh, sweetheart. She kisses me on the head, then shoves a finger in the bullet hole now decorating my shoulder. You are not even worth killing. She laughs as she pulls Blake through the portal, leaving me to suffer. Alone. You know. Oh, snap! And this is a cliffhanger, because this is the end of... This is, this is the end of the document. Yeah, well, it's a cliffhanger for you and for the audience. Uh, you know, why didn't we have her on the podcast? Or, you know, we <laughs> need more people with pluck and initiative <laughs> like that. She's trying to murder us, Blake! I know, right? <laughs> we don't... Isn't that just the hottest no, thing you can Blake, confirm? No, she's, What? She's trying to kill us. I the Hulkster saved a few us. Beers tonight. Don't, don't test her. Um, all right. Okay. Well, Blake Tanner, I'm sorry that you're currently being tortured by a horrible bitch of a woman while I'm dying on a mountain next to a dying oh. velociraptor. It's a, and f fucking Austin. And Austin's just somewhere. He's just Thank somewhere. you, Austin. 
I like Thanks. the idea that when he comes on next week, the first things where it's like, what the fuck? Where were you? And he's just like, guys, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't understand. Oh, and he's just like, no, I got fucking shot. Blake almost got choked to death. Guys, I don't... I, what are you talking about? Where the fuck were Where you, Where the fuck Austin? were you? Papa Raptor's been killed. I... We don't know that for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I wrote this shit. I know... I know all. Um, so Blakey Tan... Don't say that shit! Blakey Tan, where can they find you? Oh... Crying. And crying. crying in a fucking uh, in a puddle of my own in a, beer. In a puddle of your own beer and urine in in some like abandoned, dirty jail cell. This bitch has thrown you in. Oh please no. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Blake A Tanner. Yep. And um, on the YouTube channel, the Darkroom Vidya. Hey. That's V I D Y A. The Darkroom D A R K. R-O-O-M-V-I-D-Y-A. Motherfucker, are you, are you about to make fun of the way I have to do this shit? <laughs> because uh, you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can find my book on Amazon. That's Quezal Corp, Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. You can find both of us on the internet machine at aloadofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Fuck, that's Ooh. so much easier. That's so much damn easier. Uh, donate to us at the Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. You can find us on Facebook at a load of BS. And you can find both of us beautiful bastards on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Except no substitutes, beautiful people. And we will see you next week. Woo!